Luna, 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 Luna is her name. How she loves to jump and run, jump and run, jump and run. How she loves to jump and run. Luna is her name. Welcome to a very special episode 142 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And as you saw from the title of this one, I have one of the best to ever do it in the kids and family music industry, Rafi. Rafi and I spent about 10 to 12 minutes talking on the phone. I got the scoop on a lot of things, including his brand new record, Dog on the Floor. I, When I started this podcast in April of 2016, I had as a goal to talk to uh, Raffi, Lori Berkner, and Casper Baby Pants. And I've talked to Lori and Casper twice each, and this is the first time for Raffi. And it was as great as I could have imagined it. He is as warm and kind in person as he comes across on his records. And that is no small feat. So it was very, very reassuring and refreshing and great to hear that the Rafi that we know and love from his records is a person of great integrity, of strong ethics, believes in honoring the child, which we talked about a little bit. He is every bit the person we would hope for him to be. In no way, shape, or form was I disappointed. It was great to talk to him. It's great to hear about his new record, Dog on the Floor, learn about child honoring, learn about beluga grads, which you can learn about, which I count myself as one of. It was just great. And this is a this is a double wham because this episode is being released exactly on the day 40 years ago that I was born. So my 40th birthday present to myself is uh, publishing this episode with Rafi. Happy birthday to me. Now, if you wanted to get me a birthday present, it would be the nicest thing you could possibly do for me to share this episode, to talk with friends about the Good Stuff Kids podcast. There's 142 episodes of great stuff, and there's almost 20 episodes of Good Stuff Sports as well. Lots of good stuff for your family to enjoy together. You may just find a new favorite for your family. So if you're on Apple Podcasts and you wanted to uh, leave a review, I would consider that a birthday present. It's not hard. It takes about 15 seconds. If you wanted to uh, post something on the Good Stuff Kids Facebook page, if you wanted to retweet something, if you wanted to inst- Instagramify something related to the Good Stuff Kids podcast, that would be an immense and incredible birthday present. But enough about me and enough about my 40th birthday. This one's all about Raffi. The song you heard at the beginning was called Luna's Song. Just a clip, but you can hear the full song from Raffi's brand new album, Dog on the Floor. The song is Luna's Song. You can hear the whole thing at the very end of the show. And there is no doubt that Raffi still has the gift of writing incredible music for kids, families, and really just anyone. Everyone should listen to Raffi. Like, don't you agree? Everyone should listen to Rafi. So Rafi, if you're listening, thanks. Thanks to the incredible Beth from Sugar Mountain PR for having my back and helping me to make this happen. It means a tremendous amount. Okay? All right. Happy 40th birthday to me. That's, that's, a, that's a big one. It's a big one to acknowledge publicly. But more importantly, here is Rafi. 
Kids podcast. It is uh, the biggest honor I've had so far in doing this podcast to welcome Rafi to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you today, Rafi? Hello, I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. So we had some technical difficulties the first time around, but we got this locked in. Everyone's coming in crystal clear. Um, so I think it's <clears throat> one of the joys of doing this is I get to hear a little bit of the backstory. Um, so it would be really cool just to hear how you got your start doing family music. I know that, that, that your mom was involved in some way, and I think that that's fascinating on so many levels. So just give well, us a, a brief rundown. Well, during the time way back <laughs> when I was married to a kindergarten teacher, her mother was a nursery school teacher who asked, the then long-haired folk singer Rafi to come into the nursery school and sing a few songs for the kids. So I learned a few uh, young children's songs and went in and had a good time. I was asked to return a couple of times because it went well. We were having fun. And then one day, uh, the idea was proposed that I make uh, an album, uh, a quality recording for the very young, knowing that music can be very important in their lives. So I did that, and that album, Singable Songs for the Very Young, a very modest project, uh, but uh, filled with love and good music, just became so popular that it opened up a career for me in being a children's entertainer, and then I followed that gold album with another one, then another one. Yeah. Then Baby Beluga came in 1980, and I was performing all over the Canada and the United States. And then with U.S. distribution, things really took off, and the rest, as they say, is history. The rest, it, it is history, um, but but amazing history. I think that like the quality, I, I, the thing that I think is so great, like as a musician listening to the first record, is that the intent from the very beginning was quality. And I think a, another real piece of it was authenticity. Um, that seems to be like a a theme that flows through all of your work. And a song like Baby Beluga was inspired by, well, can you just give a little bit of the backstory about how that song came to be? Yeah, yeah, it was inspired by, you know, Save the Whale movement way back in, uh, well, in the mid-70s. And when I met a beluga whale at, at the aquarium in Vancouver in 1979, I wrote a love song for this magnificent creature. That's awesome. And, you know, because if you love uh, someone or something, you're probably going to want to protect uh, <laughs> as well. So uh, I thought it would be a lot more inspiring to have a, a fun love song than uh, Save the Whale Lament. So I'm really glad it went that way. Yeah. Well, I'm counting myself as a Beluga grad, which are the folks, which are the folks that grew up hearing the song, and now my kids listen to it. Um, did you think, like, when you were writing it, and I know that this is a tricky question, but did you think when you were writing that particular piece that it was going to have the legs that it has, that it was going to no, be no, a standout? No, not not at all, Mike. It's not possible, really. To <laughs> I mean, that would be, you know, uh, the head of Hoover, Hoover's to think that. You know, a song you've just written is going to have a huge impact. You hope it will, but you you don't know. And, and then you're just after, when it happens, you're delighted, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's like the universe saying, yes, this song. <laughs> yeah, right right place, right time. Um, and again, uh, it, it, com it comes yeah. with the authenticity, like it's a love song. I love hearing it in that well, context. 
It's interesting, too, because the new album I've got coming out, in fact, uh, on July 27, it'll be released, uh, my new album called Dog on the Floor, <clears throat> excuse me, which is my umpteenth album. <laughs> Dog on the Floor is inspired by more love, right. <laughs> love of my puppy. Right. My puppy, Luna, who is two years old, inspired three of the songs, and when you hear Luna's song, you will hear that love again, and... Um, Dog on the Floor as well, and then there's another one called Walking My Dog. Right, <laughs> right. Bluesy, jazzy uh, feel, which is kind of fun. And I'm really proud of this album, and uh, I feel very grateful, uh, having just turned 70, that I'm still able to do uh, quality recordings and have a lot of fun doing it. Right, and you, you've started recording at home. Has that freed you up creatively? Very much, um, because now uh, my recording engineer brings his... Uh, you know, professional recording software in his laptop, and we uh, we get a few microphones uh, in my living room set up, and uh, doesn't take us long to get going. Yeah. And it's such a relaxed setting. And um, this was the first album in <laughs> during which Luna was <laughs> the official studio dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she performed brilliantly. Oh, good. She sat on the couch and napped for long periods of time. <laughs> Perfect. Not, not once did we have her, her, her uh, you know, uh, any kind of sound from her, uh, you know, mar a recording. In fact, uh, on Luna's song at the end of it, you'll hear three of her barks. Uh -huh. <laughs> Wait, That's it. That was all you had the whole time. Three barks and you caught them. That's great. No, we, we actually, that was on purpose. We right. recorded her. We, we said, Luna, we need barks from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think First it's... Day, it's amazing to have that inspiration so close. And these songs, oh. like, they, they are so warm and they're familiar in the best Raffi way. Um, you, also, oh. you also chose another Beatles cover for the... Yes. Right, yes. so, so what was, the, uh, what was the, the thought process behind Here Comes well, the Sun? Here Comes the Sun is such a fun song and everybody seems to love it. And then, you know, when you think of the first line, Little Darling, mm -hmm. well, I thought that would be really sweet on a Raffi album. Yes. It, and, you know, it took a while to learn it because it's, it's got a tricky rhythm in it. But uh, I learned it well and I think it turned out really nicely. And so I have a, a, a wish that I'm holding now, which is I would love to do a duet with Paul McCartney. Oh, wow. Let's put it out there. That would be incredible. Wouldn't that be nice? And yeah. uh, so I have a song in mind. I would say, Paul, <laughs> uh, why don't we do an adaptation of that uh, Beatles uh, song that we all know and love, and why don't we sing it this way? When I'm 84. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Wouldn't That's, that be fun? That would be the most fun. That would be the most fun. Uh, well, I think we're putting it out there, and we're going to... Would you still feed me when I'm 84? Amazing. I, well, I'm in, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so the new record comes out July 27th. You're still continuing with your, your child-honoring project. Could you say a word about that? Uh, well, the child-honoring project is uh, about uh, advancing child-honoring, philosophy that I developed, uh, advancing child honoring as a universal ethic worldwide. And people say, what is child honoring? And I say, well, it's about how we treat and regard the very young in their formative years being the key to creating peaceful and sustainable societies. And 
what's forming in those formative years is nothing less than how it feels to be human. You can talk about brain development all you want, but what's really forming in a holistic sense in that young formative human being is how it feels to be human. Are we born into a life of possibility or constraint? Are we supported with love and respect or are we maltreated? Do you see what I mean? I do. So, and there are lifetime uh, repercussions to how we experience the first phase of life. So child honoring is an integrated philosophy. Uh, our slogan is um, respecting earth and child. And the Center for Child Honoring is currently uh, completing an online course in child honoring, which will be uh, for educators, for parents, for policymakers, uh, to take a deep uh, look and experience of the covenant for honoring children and its nine principles. So I'm very excited that that uh, course will be available at the end of September for those interested. Great. And all of this is available on your website, right? Which is rafimusic.com. Is that correct? Well, there's rafinews.com. Raffi News. But if you, if you want the child honoring uh, material and if you want to look at that philosophy, and see why the Dalai Lama wrote the foreword to the Child Honoring Anthology and so on. Uh, there's been a lot of support for this vision. Go to childhonoring.org, and honoring is spelled the Canadian way, H-O-N-O-U-R-I-N-G. Uh -huh. Some would say the right way, not the Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know we're almost out of time. <clears throat> One question, I, I talked to a lot of up-and-coming artists, a lot of people who have been doing it for a while. What would you say is one of the most important pieces to you in terms of connecting with your audience? Well, there's got to be love. I mean, you know, we who entertain children have got to be doing it for the love of it. And we need to show our young audience respect. Uh, respect has been the core value in all of my work right from the beginning. Respect for the child as a whole person. And just as anyone wishes to be respected, children have a need to feel respected. So that's why respectful love is the first principle of child honoring. Yeah. So if you have that respectful, loving spirit, you're off to a good start. Excellent. So the new record is Dog on the Floor. It comes out on July 27th. I'm going to take this time to uh, be a little bit of what we call a fanboy and to thank oh. you incredibly from the deepest parts of my heart for providing soundtrack. You're, to You're very sweet. Thank uh, you. And you know what? Luna wants to chime in. All right, Luna, what's up? Her, well, her, her, her photo is on the album cover. Oh, nice. So Luna says, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Very nice. All right, Rafi, thank you so much for your time. And the new record is beautiful, and we should catch you out on tour. Thanks so much. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And there it is, Rafi. The new record is Dog on the Floor. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach me, you can email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com. You can find me on social media, the at symbol, goodstuffpod. You can use that for Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you again to Beth from Sugar Mountain PR for helping me to make this happen. Thanks to Rafi and his representation for helping me to make this happen. The record is Dog on the Floor. Go find it. Listen to it. You will be undisappointed. 
the opposite of disappointed. You'll be very happy. You'll be happy. So, again, it's my 40th birthday. The best present you could give me would be to share this episode, tell a friend, write, rate a review, or rate the episode, write a review. That's probably the better way to say that. Anyhow, thank you all so much for helping me to make this podcast happen. If you didn't listen to it, I wouldn't do it, right? Right. Okay. Here is Luna's song from Rafi's brand new album, Dog on the Floor. Talk to you soon. Four little paws, soft and white Four little paws, soft and white Four little paws, soft and white Luna is her name Cute little curly, waggly tail Cute little curly, waggly tail Little curly waggly tail, Luna is her name. Luna, 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 Luna is her name. How she loves to jump and run, jump and run, jump and run. How she loves to jump and run, Luna is her name. Black and gray with tufts of gold, black and gray with tufts of gold, black and gray with tufts of gold, Luna is her name. Luna, 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 Luna is her name. Big brown eyes look my way, look my way, look my way. Big brown eyes look my way, Luna is her name. Four little paws, soft and white, four little paws, soft and white, four little paws, soft and white, Luna is her name. Stuff.